You are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. Thank you for joining us in this week's episode of HR After Dark. I'm your host, Jada Willis, CEO of Willis HR. So as an HR professional, this topic is brought up with our clients and various HR blogs. This is subject matter that needs to be discussed. Romance in the workplace. Perfect timing for Valentine's Day in thinking about asking that coworker out. And then also from an employer standpoint, how do you really handle? Do you really get involved whenever your employees are having romantic relationships? These are the questions that are on our minds and I know that are in our workplace. So I don't know if you know this, but a 2017 survey by the Society of Human Resource Management, so that's SHRM, surveyed 57% of individuals responded that they engaged in a romantic relationship at work. So further to drill in, about 31% of those that have dated a coworker say that it ended up in marrying that person. So some folks, the feedback that you get is, well, where else am I supposed to meet uh, my significant other, my future spouse? And, you know, various blogs will list, I mean, you could go to uh, social organizations, networking events even, church, depending on your religious affiliations, things of that nature. But specifically, let's talk about romance in the workplace. And from an employer perspective, how involved should you get and what are some things that you can definitely do? Now, being an HR professional, my concerns would be more so into uh, possible sexual harassment claims and then even, you know, retaliation when it comes to the workplace. And then not to mention that if it is a supervisor that is possibly dating or having a romantic relationship with a subordinate, it it could result in quid pro quo, this or that. So it's a form of sexual harassment, not just a harassment or hostile work environment. So that is concerning. And so one tip that some organizations do is actually have a love contract. So you have to disclose as an employee that you are in a romantic relationship and both parties are signing this and then providing that back to HR. They keep it confidential, but it is disclosing the relationship and sometimes it even goes into the extent of if this is a consensual relationship, this is not, it does not involve any type of sexual harassment and uh, essentially could be waiving rights. Now, I want to disclose that if you are thinking about this policy, please don't go at this alone. Make sure you partner with HR and or your employment and labor attorney to ensure legal compliance. And that is one thing, and I know that a lot of organizations, even small businesses, are partaking in this. And yes, they have a nepotism policy, but there could be another romance policy, which I find to be interesting. And that's really up to the employer in deciding what are those relationships, how involved would you like to become in your employee's personal affairs. So on one side of the fence, if you are thinking about not getting involved, not providing that policy, well, how is this coming back into the workplace? Is this something where these two individuals, and what I find in being in HR is usually comes back into the workplace. There's the honeymoon phase, and then even if they have a fight, that if they work together and or work in the we're on the same coworkers. It could lead to a disruption in productivity. It could lead to absenteeism, turnover, not just losing one person, but possibly two people. These are just things to think about. But then on the flip side of it, 
based on the survey that even was produced by SHRM, the Society for Human Resource Management, you may be meeting your, you know, future spouse, right? So this, you could be holding someone back from uh, meeting the love of their life, right? So from the employer perspective, and that's what I'm focused on is, is it, is it really protecting the organization and reducing liability? One thing that you could do is also train your employees about workplace romances, right? Um, so that this is not a, there's not a stigma attached to it necessarily, but you are sharing from the organizational standpoint, what is your stance? What are the policies related to this? And what are the pros? What are the cons, right? You're not necessarily encouraging an employee to date another coworker by any means, but you're also sharing the effects of what can happen in the workplace. Also, if you do end up breaking up, you still have to see this person possibly every day, right? And it's not the employer's responsibility to change the shift or the schedule or make some sort of accommodation. So that is something that as an adult that you'd have to think through, right? Um, so putting that back into the hands of those employees. Now, if there is a situation where a manager or a uh, individual that has the ability to impact the terms and conditions of someone's employment, so that means a transfer, getting hired, promoted, a pay increase, that sort of thing, and you're dating uh, a subordinate, that is something where I my recommendation from an HR perspective is to not allow that situation to occur, that in managers or individuals in those positions are, are not able to date or have romantic relationships um, with subordinates. And, you know, with the, the Me Too movement, I think that that's becoming a bit more uh, severe and just prevalent in uh, the media. And so that is something that we all, I think, from an employee base and from our society, we're just thinking about it's top of mind that much more. So another piece that you may want to think about from the employer standpoint is making sure that you understand, but then you're also broadcasting your sexual harassment policy, making sure that you understand that employees, managers know how to report any type of claim. So you have a complaint reporting process and that there is not retaliation for sharing a concern, sharing a complaint, that sort of thing. And understanding what is your take from employer standpoint on can a coworker ask another coworker out on a date? What does your company say? What does your culture say about that type of action in the workplace? And that's up for you to decide as well. And I would just say that also, whenever employees are deciding to date, you could go back and make sure that they sign a document indicating um, that they understand and also are abiding by the sexual harassment policy. Not just understanding that this is a consensual relationship, but also understanding that they understand and have read and acknowledge the sexual harassment policy. So what am I also advising to our clients and or our listeners? It is up to you. It is up to you from an employer standpoint if you want to allow uh, romance in the workplace or just really just want to kind of put your head in the sand. But I would say, make sure you have clear cut policies in place. Make sure that you are being proactive instead of reactive whenever it comes to workplace romance. And also you're gonna have to, this is gonna be a situation that comes to the forefront. I mean, especially whenever you start getting 10, you know, 15 plus employees, um, be sure that your employee handbook is updated uh, appropriately as well. So. When you have additional questions like this, this would be a good time that you leverage 
an HR contact, an HR business partner, you're getting the advice, and you're also making sure that your employee handbook is up to date. Yes, we're bringing up this this topic. It's timely in the way that it is Valentine's Day, but this is something that could be going on year-round, right? And what about even, you know, Kiss Me, I'm Irish, and other even holidays that may have possible sexual innuendos. That is going to defer back to the conduct that you're listing out in your employee handbook, and then also what the expectations are of employees, and what would be considered harassment or uh, unprofessional behavior in the workplace. I know, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. You have so much to think about from the employer perspective, and so many policies to consider. But I say this, um, I would think through what makes sense for your business? How are you molding this culture? But ultimately, how are you protecting your business, reducing the liability, and then also even protecting your employees, right? So what about from an employee standpoint? They don't want to be asked out repeatedly. They actually want to come to work, do a good job, and, and some employees actually want to separate their work life from their personal life, and they have the right to do that. And the employer has the responsibility to create a safe, healthy um, and respectful environment. So with that being your obligation, what does that say about your policies? And what are you going to do about romance in the workplace? If you have any additional questions, I want you to feel free to email info at willishr.com. If you need help with your employee handbook updating policies, we're uh, a group of HR professionals, and we'll be more than willing to assist you and first do a consultation. So we want to wish you a happy Valentine's Day and a very good night.